What's going on? Welcome back to the Water Boys Podcast. We are back better than ever in the studio. We're down a man today, Steve, but it's me and you. Jackson will be back next week. Busy guy, I guess. Guess so. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels a little empty in here. Yeah. Last week, we were all cramped on a little table. Yeah. This week, we got too much room. We're, we're spread all the way out. across the room. I know. But, uh, yep, missing a man today, but, you know, just throwing it back to the old ways. Throwing it back to the old ways. It's good to be here. Yes. Got a lot to talk about. We do. Um, I was telling you walking in today that this is going to be kind of a personal episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, breaking down a lot of our own teams, yeah. uh, which ended up being a lot of the bigger headlines, both in college sports and professional mm-hmm. so i'm excited um so let's jump right in i think let's do it shall we we should probably start with uh what seems to be the hot news coming off of last night's basketball games okay. we had two really good matchups both michigan state and kentucky mm-hmm. and then duke in kansas headlining that state farm championship classic yeah. or champions classic yeah. every year great tournament great tournament um, and these games did not disappoint at all so the first one michigan state and kentucky was wild double ot double ot uh michigan state battled all the way to the end and kind of really took control yeah. there at the end they had a lot of the momentum going into overtime mm-hmm. and couldn't be stopped they had several you texted us the inbounds play yeah where they passed it out of bounds and then ran down the floor i had i'd never seen that before yeah it was very interesting it was kind of like a football like go route almost. Yeah. It was a little interesting, uh, but it worked to perfection. It did. Uh, and I liked it. I liked the call. It was a little gutsy, but uh, I liked it. And, you know, they outplayed Kentucky in that last overtime um, to take the win, and uh, I think they deserved it. Unranked Michigan State beating uh, number four, I think? Mm-hmm. Number four, Kentucky. So yeah. it was a great game. Yeah, and Michigan State really impressed me, especially after that second game where they lost by just one to Gonzaga. That's kind of when we went on alert, but um, they really proved themselves against Kentucky. So I expect them to be ranked coming in. Uh, next uh, next matchup for them, Villanova, Alabama, Notre Dame. I expect them to get all those games, and then, you know, they start getting into some easier matchups. But really start or really impressive start by Michigan State already in the mm-hmm. season, making an impact and uh, coming through with one of the big upsets. Yeah. And then the second game of the night, which got delayed a lot because yes. of this Michigan State game, it was uh, quite like, delayed, like uh, over an hour, right? Like an hour, yep. yeah. I didn't think I don't think it started till like ten thirty. It was supposed to start at nine thirty. Yeah, I did not stay up for the whole game. I watched the first half. I will confess, I did not stay up for the whole game either. Ooh, hey, but that's, it was just that's, late. I got to work. Late, yeah, that that's insane. So Duke, Kansas, Kansas ended up pulling away with a win. Sounds like Duke had a lead towards the end, and Kansas kind of came back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the way the game started, yeah, Duke did not look good. They did not. They were down at 11 at one point, I believe, and midway through the first half, um, looking very slow, uh, just couldn't couldn't get anything going, couldn't shoot the three ball all day, Yeah, only made three threes. Both teams were terrible from the three, I think like 14, 16% or something like that. Um, so not good three shooting and that's always Duke's, uh, thing. If they don't shoot the three ball well, they tend not to, uh, win because they tend to not have really good big men. I would say that that's not quite the case this year. Obviously we didn't win. Um, but we still need to make the three ball. 14% is horrible and three threes is, is not good. Um, so 
that really that really hurt us there. But um, I think it'll be a good learning experience for this young team, pretty young team. And we do have some experience in there. I think that helps us. Um, but yeah, it was it was a tough matchup, um, and I think it proves that. I I texted you guys the other day, and someone was saying, uh, I think Duke's like a fifteen uh, ranking, like fifteen. And I was like, that's complete bogus. I think <laughs> they're right around where they need to be. Five, six, seven uh, is right around. I think where they need to be, and they, I think they proved that they're right there with Kansas the whole time, who's six, I think, and Duke's seven. Uh, so I think both those teams are pretty well ranked there and, and both are going to get better throughout the season. So, yeah. 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 I was impressed with Kansas, the way they looked, uh, they, they moved the ball around really fast in the beginning. Yeah. They just got out to a quick start, uh, but they look experienced, look like they're playing well with each other and that's going to be valuable coming down the line. Um, Duke, on the other hand, you can call it a criticism, but to me, they just looked unorganized throughout the whole first half. Uh, I don't know if they got around or turned around the second half much better, but to me, like, since this is such a new team, I think, what, Jeremy Roach is the only returning... Returning starter, yep. Returning starter. Um, he's expected to be the leader, but at the same time, you need somebody to step up. Jeremy Roach is not going to be offensively the guy that always steps up for you. So, uh, Kyle Filipowski... He had a decent night, not great shooting, but he ended up with the highest scoring, lots of rebounds. Uh, But my question for this Duke team is who's going to be that guy that steps up? Who's Mm going to be the guy that's able to take control, lead this team when they kind of look a little flustered? Because I think a lot of the effect was, um, I think Kansas had like six offensive fouls. um, Well, Duke had six offensive fouls called against them. um, And some quick adversity just to start and it didn't really look like they bounced back real well so who's mm-hmm. going to be that guy that can kind of level them out but then also make sure they're still getting it done on the offensive side still yeah uh it's going to be the captain it's going to be jeremy roach you kind of said it wasn't him last night and maybe he wasn't filling his role as the captain but he's the only returning starter he's got a deep tournament run under his belt he played really well in the tournament last year um, and he was kind of, he was a spark on the offense. Um, maybe he just quasi, quite hasn't found his rhythm yet this year. Um, he hasn't played super great in any of the games, I don't think. Um, but he's going to have to be the guy. He's the captain. He's got some experience. Um, it could be Ryan Young maybe sometimes, uh, a graduate transfer who's currently starting. We'll see if he starts when Derek Whitehead comes back um, because uh, – He's kind of in that role that Derek Whitehead would play, so we'll see what happens there. But um, he's been putting some good minutes in and, and putting some good uh, production in, so we'll see. I think it's going to have to be Jeremy Roach, though. It's, he's the captain. He's the lone returning starter. Um, it's got to be him. He's got to step up. Okay. All right. Another note, I feel like maybe this team was like more animated than before. I don't know if this is just something I noticed from last night. I'm not trying to criticize them. Or what What do you mean? But, like, I feel like whenever a call came against them or something, like, you saw a lot more, like, throwing arms around and, like, complaining hmm. and stuff. I feel like that just didn't really happen on a Coach K. So, Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. New team, new coach, just some quick observations that, you know, could be concerns coming down the line. Yeah. Just, just hey, we'll know. see. We'll see. I think uh, the team as a whole is, is learning as they're going, growing. They gotta find themselves. It's a whole n- 
it's not a new program, but it's it, it almost feels like a new program. Right. Um, a new so era. They're going to find themselves, and, and they're going to get it in the groove, and, and they'll figure it out. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, for me, and I know this is big for you, the highlight of last night was seeing our old buddy behind the mic again. Dickie V, baby. Dickie V, back at back. it. Awesome uh, with a capital A. Yep. Hey, it was good. He he did have some health issues last year. Yeah. Couldn't even speak at one point. Yeah. Uh, had some throat cancer, so it's good to see him back out good there. Good to see him back. Feels like college basketball again. So It really feels like the good old days. It does. Um, to hear him behind the mic, and, and glad to have him back, and yeah, it's going to be good. Didn't was, let him call the Duke game, though. Yeah, so. I don't know. Jay, was Jay Billis on that one? He was. He's always on Duke games. I don't get it. And, he's, and he freaking went to Duke, and he seems like he hates on them the most. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. He's probably just trying to prove that he's not biased. Yeah. But it's excessive. Yeah, it's a little excessive, yeah. Jay. You might want to chill out because you Calm really down. irritate me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is always kind of funny, like, especially with NFL commentators, you hear, like, Tony Romo, they'll be calling a game of their old team. Yeah. And they'll be like, they're just not getting it done. Like, they look yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So you just clearly you're trying a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, gotta stay neutral somehow. But Got yeah, it was somehow. good seeing it was good seeing him out there hearing him again. Uh felt like a missing piece from last year. So happy that was that was the case this year. Yeah. Um but yeah, those were kind of the big notes coming into this week, at least, for college basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina did struggle against Gardner-Webb, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, and then there was another big upset this weekend, wasn't there? Tennessee lost to Colorado. Um, that was decently big. But, uh, yeah, so this is kind of the time in the season early on when we see a lot of good tournaments. So this week we'll have some pretty good matchups going forward. But I think these are probably the best ones that we will see for sure for sure Uh, but yeah really exciting stuff uh let's transition now to college football hey baby college football yeah kind of a down week for me i'm not gonna lie still haven't recovered yeah um what happened (laughs) you know i are missing our star running back day day hunter Okay. Very good running back. Liberty Flames, by the way. Liberty Flames, yes. Let's go Flames. Um, we're missing our star running back. I don't know if we're tired. I don't know if we came in too high on our own selves. I don't know what happened. They looked a little tired to me. They looked out of sync. They looked like they just couldn't get anything going. Um, I don't think that UConn was that great. Um, I think we just we just didn't bring... RA game. Um, I don't know why that happened. Um, like I said, I think we looked a little bit tired out there. Um, we've had a crazy year, um, a lot of ups, and this will be a pretty big down for us. Um, eight and two, still a great season. Nothing mm-hmm. uh, to take away from the season as a whole. Um, but last week was a little bit of a. I told you I wasn't even like upset. I was just mad. <laughs> I just it just made me angry. Like this team is far better than this other team, uh, Liberty being UConn, um, and it just it just frustrated me because I know the team's better than that. I know that I I know they're better than that. Yeah, it's just it was just very frustrating. Yeah, I was surprised, and even after um, even after we were working the ODU game, a lot of the staff were kind of going through scores, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, Liberty lost to UConn." 
Yeah. Um, which, I mean, UConn's better this year, but previously, horrible, horrible program. Yeah. So, they have made very surprising. a lot of progress in the past year or two, Yeah, that program. So, yep. we'll see if they make a splash any further, but... Yeah, yeah. Down, down, down. Last week, big home game against Tech. Um, it, I don't even want to say it should be. I mean, it should be a, a dub. I mean, it's. <laughs> it, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, Tech is two and eight. Yep, two and nine, something like that. Easily the worst team in the state. Yeah, shout out to all you Tech fans. You suck. <laughs> team sucks. Yeah, team socks. Not you. Not yeah. you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um big home game. Um we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You'll be there? I will be there. I'll be there. Yep. Uh maybe you can come hang out at the tailgate before the game. Okay, where 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 you guys gonna be at? Uh right by the bookstore. I think we are too. Right next to the stadium. Yep. yep. I think we will too. Nice. So. Maybe I will. Good dog. Yeah. <laughs> come by. I think uh the mother-in-law's got some food ordered. Well, actually, it's a morning tailgate. It is. So I don't know. She might be making breakfast, I think. to be completely honest with you. So ODU had their first, um, gosh, was it was a 1 o'clock game mm. this past week. So uh, last home game of the season, but the earliest one of the season. And I was interested to see what tailgaters would do because typically you're out there, you know, three hours before. Yeah. And didn't see a lot of people. There's some, but then afterwards, oh, people they did the afterwards. after, okay, which I thought was a smart move. So Very that's when you saw the grills come out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, morning time maybe you do a little breakfast action, but that's that's a little odd. Yeah, so it is. I did see it's um, gonna be a chilly day. Bundle up. It is. I think it's gonna be like low forties. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning, it'll be in the thirties. I think. Ooh. Uh, bring your coats. <laughs> bring your coats. And uh, be early and wear red and. Be loud. Yeah, I won't be wearing red. Um, Come on. I don't have any Liberty gear. At least. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> All right, then. I'll wear something really neutral. like wear something green. Neutral. I'll wear green. Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't know what I'll wear. It won't be ODU stuff, I don't think. But okay. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if we'd be y'all. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we will both be there. Uh, I'm excited. I I plan to give my uh, recap of my experience. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it after I you know yeah. I kind of went in on ODU a little bit. You did, and and I will be critical, but I've also been to a game at Liberty, and yeah. it was a great experience before. That was a while ago, so I'd like to I'd like to kind of revisit that. It's a very different uh, stadium now than it was when I went. Mm-hmm. So I will be critical i don't i have high expectations i'll say that yeah okay so going into it i have high expectations i think they're capable of meeting those expectations so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see yeah i will say i had someone that i know go to the jmu odu game um mm. they were shocked there was no security really um, there is security though that's a- the thing is steve the entrance that i went in and this person went in there's none really zero interesting called Charles or whatever his name is, <laughs> Wood. <laughs> so close. Um, um, tell them they need security. It's a big hazard. Um, but they said the popcorn was really fresh. Mm. So there's that. Hey, great popcorn. No security, but I actually great heard. Uh, so with that being with the ODU JMU game being local, you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew some other people there as well, and 
I heard like I heard a couple bad stories going on. It was like, yeah, I got hit in the back of the head with a water bottle. Oh. Someone threw a football at me, and I was like, oh my goodness, like that sounds horrible. And they're like, yeah, but they're JMU fans. I was like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> Which I mean, JMU was smoking us. I think the final score was thirty-seven-three. Yeah. Horrible game. Yeah. But I was kind of shocked that the JMU fans were a little hostile. And also, every time they score a touchdown, they throw streamers in the air. Yes. Have you seen that? So Streamers were all over the stadium. There's still some in the trees that I guess we can't get. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, apparently that's a thing they do at their home games. It probably looks cool with the whole stadium doing it. Yeah, but I guess they bring it away, too, which is interesting. Yeah, so there is a little bit of a section of JMU fans where it was the most heavy, but then you had JMU fans spread out around the stadium, so sometimes you just see, like, one streamer go across. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sad. Kind of annoying, honestly. Yeah. But That's I, I think if it were our tradition, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, so I, I agree. I can't fault them. I, ha- I think there should be an away fan handbook. <laughs> um, I agree. I, I, I also think there should be a home team handbook um, in terms of how to treat away fans. Hmm. There's... They're still people, even if you hate the other team. Yeah. You don't hate them. You hate the team. They're just fans of that team. So um, a lot of times they can be hostile towards away fans. But away fans need to keep their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. And he, this is not your stadium. Sit there. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you have to, like, be quiet. Just sit the down time. the whole time. <laughs> but don't be obnoxious. Yeah. You don't need to draw attention to yourself uh, when your team did something good and the other didn't. Yeah. Um, so I think there need to be a handbook because sometimes away fans can be really annoying and sometimes home fans can be really annoying too. So Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to monitor that. I mean, there's fan code of conduct they announce before every game, but yeah, that it, doesn't it, always help. Yeah. But I'm excited to go. Uh, it will be my first experience since I think 2006. 17 since being there. Wow, it's so, been a while. Yeah, long time. Been a while. Long time. It's changed a lot from the um, pictures I've seen. Yeah. We had some new additions. Wait, have you been there since the second Upper Deck? Nope. Oh, wow. The last time I went, they were just starting to announce the, like, behind the end zone horseshoe edition, I think, above the visiting team locker room. Or was that already built? I don't know. The visiting locker room's on the other side. Yeah. But there is a horseshoe. Yeah, so there's like the building where the fireworks go off for our team or y'all's team. Sorry, not thinking of ODU. Yeah, it's kind of the same setup. Yeah, um, where they come out and then uh-huh. the opposite end, the visiting team comes out. And they come out on the same end. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's new. They come out like on the side. Really? Yeah. That's new because they used to come out of that end zone. There used to be a little bit of a structure over there. Huh. So I'll show you a picture. Wow, it must have been a it's while. Been a long since time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, six years probably. Wow, okay, so, yeah. Probably a lot's been built, but definitely the second deck. It used to just be the single deck mm-hmm. of students. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, they got, like, these little cabana things over there. They got, like, standing, sitting, grassy areas. Wow. On that other side. Um. Yeah, so Sweet. lots changed. I'm excited. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. I'll have my evaluation. I'll probably take a few notes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like I Love said, high expectations because I, I think they we'll do We'll be sitting well. pretty close together. Okay. I don't know what do section th- our seats are in. but I, If I were to guess, because I've seen where they sit, I yeah. think it's section 104. Okay. 
but I know we're in the same parking lot as you guys. Is it the purple lot? No, maybe we're not. It's yellow, I think. I think they might be in the same place. Okay. Well, they told us near the bookstore, so. Yeah, I think it's in the same place. Okay, well. Or very Maybe we'll stop by. by. Yeah. Catch a dog. Stop by, play some cornhole. Yep. Uh, Hang out. All right, sweet. Um, it's going to be good. I'd love to hear your thoughts afterwards. Yeah. I'll just tell you now, the tailgating is 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 different. Yeah. Than OD. I know why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's expected. Yeah. But yeah. Um I I think this might be one of the bigger games Liberty has ever hosted too. Even though Tech sucks, I yeah. think. Just the fact they're getting them in the building is pretty big. Yeah. Um probably. I mean, BYU, I don't know. I don't know which one's bigger. We were debating this which one's a bigger game and which one we'd rather lose um, before the BYU game. Yeah. I think we said we would rather lose the BYU and win the Virginia Tech just because mm. they're in the state and stuff. But, hey, maybe we'll win both. Hopefully we'll win both. Once Liberty joins the conference, they won't be able to schedule teams like BYU as much, though, I feel like. Because yeah. those independent teams just kind of play each other willy-nilly, I feel like. Yeah. So. But, yeah, y'all are going to be in a conference next year. Who's yeah. in that conference? <laughs> Nobody good. Really? <laughs> Y'all are going to dominate. Yeah. What conference is it? I conference gave? USA. Oh, that's right. It's on the field. They, like, put it on the field. Because yeah. yeah. they redid the field this year, so yep. it's, like, on the field. Yeah. That's right. But y'all are y'all are going to have a lot of success there, I feel like. So. We'll see. I keep hearing, so Liberty signed Hugh Freeze for, like, an eight-year deal or something like that. Um, But I keep hearing people saying that he could still leave. I'm very confused about it. Because they were like, the announcers were like, um, Hugh Freeze is going to have a lot of options after this. Uh, it was after the Arkansas game. Hmm. And I was confused. I was like, maybe they don't realize that he was re-signed for like an eight-year deal, or maybe that deal can be voided. Yeah. Like bought out. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, because you're know. right, midway through the season he got an extension. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I feel like he'll stay. I'd hope so. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why he wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Hugh we'll Freeze, see. former Hugh, guest Hugh on the podcast. Freeze. Yes. Hey. <laughs> I wish you could check that episode out, but I think they've been taken down. Yeah, that was a fun episode. That was a fun interview. Yeah. We should get him on again. He wouldn't remember us. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Uh, I was walking right next to him at ODU. Maybe we'll go all down on the sidelines this weekend and get a. Uh, live sideline interview. Yeah. Okay. We can we can try. <laughs> well, we can try that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But good um, times. should be a good weekend. Uh, some other notable games from last weekend that caused some shakeup in the rankings. Um, TCU won as number four, their first time being ranked four. So they beat Texas seventeen to ten. Uh, Washington beat number six Oregon. So Oregon's all but out of the college football race yeah. at this late in the game. Um, UCLA, UCLA lost to Arizona, which was big. And Alabama hung on to beat Ole Miss, which was also a big one. So uh, Alabama was facing a first three loss season in, since like 2010 or something. So not what they, uh, not uh, what Saban would like. No. Uh, also, so- an interesting note about Nick Saban so Uh apparently he's been studying the psychology of young adults and he said this generation he's coaching now 
does not respond as well to basically like criticism and being yelled at whereas like his old teams used to lay into them he said he would do his best to humiliate them to really think about what they are doing he said this year and I guess maybe a little bit last year he's being a little not more lenient but a little more like level-headed against them Hmm. which is very interesting interesting study but I wonder if that's kind of rubbing into seeing or is coming across as being more lenient you know Maybe but that's what the study says, but it doesn't really work. My thing is, if you've been the best at your job for the past 20 years, why yeah. change? Even if I it's better like for students. Like, when they committed to Alabama, they knew they're committing to Nick Saban. Nick Saban, probably one of the I feel toughest like coaches to play for. athletes are not the same type of people as maybe that... They're not. They're different than just your average, you know, student. I feel like right. they're right. they're competitive. They they're passionate, and most of them do respond well to that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Saban, I think you went the wrong way on this. One. Yeah. Again, can't we'll can't confirm. Yeah. Um, could just be a a little bit of a nugget of information for why they're having their struggles of yeah only being the number nine team in the nation <laughs> wow. um so is tcu for real or i don't know are they frauds i don't know see i watched that game and they're often struggled uh yeah they mentioned in that game there was some streak of like when they start inside the opposing team territory they have like a s- consecutive streak of 35 straight drives without scoring so if wow. you're yeah so, like, if your offense struggles that much in the golden situations like that, mm-hmm. then I don't know if that's worthy of being in the college football playoff. But they are 10-0. They've had a several good wins, uh, but they did struggle against Texas. That was a tough game. I watched a lot of the first half of that, and it was pretty much gridlocked a lot of the time until TCU was able to score in the fourth to go ahead. Um, but, yeah. Do they play they might anybody be. else good? Well, they'll play in the Big 12 championship probably. Um, But for the rest of the season, no. They only play Baylor and Iowa State. They – I'm trying to think who will be in the Big 12 championship. Look at the standings real quick. Probably Kansas State. Kansas Hmm. State's 15th right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But they're still a three-loss team. Like, they're not a juggernaut. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if TCU's for real or not. I haven't watched a ton of their games but this was the first time where I've seen their offense really struggle. Mm-hmm. And also that's a concerning fact of, yeah, you know, starting in plus territory, not being able to score. So, yeah, yeah, maybe they can keep turning around in the last two weeks and really solidify themselves as that college football playoff team. Uh, but they have to be perfect. You know, they're, yeah. they're right on the edge there. I don't know if they've convinced anyone else that they're a top four team. So right now as it stands – the rankings, uh, Georgia, number one, Ohio State, number two, Michigan, number three, TCU, four, Tennessee, five, LSU moved up to six, UC, USC, number seven, Alabama, nine, or eight, Clemson, nine, Utah, ten. Mm. So, okay. um, Ohio State and Michigan will probably face off in their championship. That'll be a great game. Mm-hmm. I think both teams could still make the college football playoff unless it's a blowout. Yeah. But, yep. Coming down to the end. Only two more weeks left. That's it. 
Well, only two. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's going quick, but uh, it's been a it's been a good season, and I'm excited for the finish of it. Yeah. You know what else has been a good season, Kyle? <sighs> I'll tell you what. Well, maybe not good. Well, depends have on the Commanders had a good season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a good season. Yeah, they're 500. Yeah. Um, and after their win on Monday Night Football Prime Time in Philly. They have solidified themselves as the best team in the National Football League. <laughs> Here's how I see it, Steve. <laughs> uh, they were blowing out the Vikings, barely lost to the Vikings. Vikings beat the Bills. Bills beat the Chiefs. Therefore, they're just as good as all those teams, making oh. them better. Okay. I like that. <laughs> It's a stretch, but you know we'll, we'll, we'll it is it. a stretch. But what's not a stretch is they played an outstanding football game against the Eagles. Stellar performance. Um, it was an awesome game to watch, to be a part of as a fan. Um, huge win for Taylor Heineke, um, who I think should keep that spot. Sorry, Wentz, you're not the guy. Hey, I think Taylor Heineke's always been the guy. Well, at least. You know, until they get a quarterback who's, you know, actually, like, could be a star, yeah. I think. Um, but I think he's always been the guy. He's played more, or I think he's got a better record than any other quarterback that's started, I think, in the past, like, few years. Yeah. He's got to. Yeah. Um, He's over 500, I know that. Yeah, I love the guy. He's better than Kirk Thuggins. Um, <laughs> I think that was, was that, like, a shot at the Vikings, or? I don't know. Did they just I think do cause, that? Is that the thing now? Well, because Kirk Cousins did the whole, like, chain. Yeah. Uh, like, everyone gave him their chains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it was just a little. I heard, slight. I saw a thing about that. Apparently it escalated. Like, the first time he got one chain. um, <laughs> And then the second time he got all the chains. And then against the uh, Redskins, they're like, it's got to be better. And so they're like, take your shirt off. <laughs> and so then he took his shirt off and had all the chains. And so I heard him talking. He was like, I'm a little bit scared of where it's going to go to next. <laughs> um, it's just a yeah. prop. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Taylor Heineke did a little bit of that, got the chains, got to uh, take it in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well-deserved. Good team win. Um, very happy Yeah, and a proud Commanders fan. Yeah. I. I mean – this was probably one of the it wasn't necessarily the most dazzling performance but it was most like strategic and dominant performance i had seen from them yeah i mean just the time of possession alone at one point it was 30 minutes to five minutes yeah and they were still losing at the time Mm -hmm. but the the commanders were just constantly running the ball and taking their time getting three, four yards here and there and just making their third down conversions. It was so patient, methodical, and dominating throughout the whole game, and the Eagles could not adjust, and their defense was just worn out. Yeah. So it looks like uh, there were 44 designed runs. Heineke rushed five times to make it 49 runs Mm. in the game. Um, Brian Robinson got the majority of the workload. And again, like he only averaged three yards uh, Antonio Gibson only averaged three yards, and you know it worked out. Terry McLaurin had a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, Heineke had several 
dimes to him throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Even the one double coverage touchdown that yep. he wasn't able to catch, it was still a perfect throw. It was. Um, Tough play, though. But yeah. Uh, there were a couple. You talked about it. Uh, I was very disappointed in the officiating of the game. Yeah. Um, it did go our way there at the end with that. You could call it a weak uh, <laughs> call. The uh, face mask? No, the uh, oh. the um, the That's late it. hit or whatever because oh, he yeah, took yeah. a kneel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The face mask was clearly missed, um, but I'm not complaining about that. Um, there was a pass interference call that uh, did was called on us that was kind of a bogus call at the beginning of the game um that led for them getting a touchdown um yeah it was some spotty officiating um and but I'm not going to complain too much like you said the offense was great it was almost weird to watch cuz it was it was just they were just good yeah it was very strange it was <laughs> They uh, Taylor Heineke did make some mistakes. I did. I think he threw an interception that he really shouldn't have thrown. Um, but uh, yeah, he looked really good. They ran the ball a lot, and when he did throw the ball, typically they were really good passes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a great all-around offensive performance. Defense played pretty well. I'd say they played really well. Yeah. Um, had a couple of takeaways. Uh, I think two fumbles and an interception, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, two interceptions. Yeah. And the touchdown at the end. No, just one interception. That Tu-t- was great. The yeah. touchdown at the end. The just touchdown to at the end, just to cap it off. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The Going back to the penalties. The roughing the passer, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. I forget. It was interesting. It was like a third and 15. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Heineke had nobody open, mm-hmm. so he was, like, kind of scrambling out of the pocket, and then he just, like, took a knee. But yeah. then there was a decent delay. Yeah. It wasn't take a knee, instantly get hit, flag. It was, like, It was a, a knee late. and, like, a good second and a half before yeah. somebody pushed him over and they threw the flag. So It was very interesting. It I, yeah, almost, I, like we talked about it, it almost seemed like he did it on purpose. Yeah. But I, I don't think he did, but... It seemed like he did, and it was just kind of a weird play. And I guess, I mean, it was, it did happen. So I think it was the right call. It was a little weak, but very weak. But I told, I texted y'all. I said by rule, like that, it's the is call. The call, like it just looked bad because the defender just pushed him over. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a small guy, so yeah, it's not gonna. And that really sealed the game because that was there was not much time um, on the clock. I think at that point. Yeah. Um. And that gave us an automatic first down. And so that really sealed the game for us. But I was texting you. I think they got the ball back with like 11 seconds or something. And I was like, I do not like this 11 (laughs) seconds. I didn't know what they were going to do. Yeah. And then they uh, did the classic last play of the game. They tried to do the whole lateral thing. And it didn't work out. And he fumbled it. And the defense ended up scoring. Yeah. So. Um, I will say unsung hero of the game. Okay. Joey Sly. Yeah! Oh my gosh, Joey Sly, dude was bombing was it. Money, fifty-eight uh, and fifty-eight, fifty-five. Yeah, like a forty-four and a thirty-five. It was almost. It was odd again. It was odd. It was like they were backed up almost the fifty-eight. Yeah. Well, they were. Oh, they would have been just about half field or just before it. Yeah. 
Um, and I was like, oh, they got to punt it. And out com- he comes, and I'm like, what in the world? And it mm-hmm. goes through with ease. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and then they did it again from that distance, pretty close to that distance. And I was like, what is this team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was money. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, counted for 14 of their points. Two wow. extra points, four field goals. Yeah. Uh, huge game for him. Mm-hmm. Huge boot. And, yeah. you know, the commanders got it done. They did. Proud of them. Shocked the nation. Great game. Yeah. It was. Shocked the nation. Uh, another team that sort of shocked the nation was the Packers. Just throwing that out there. Okay. OT-dub. Uh, they did take care of business against the Cowboys, which mm-hmm. is always good. And Michael McCarthy's return back to Lambeau Field, it was spoiled by a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter to tie it and send it to overtime. And the Packers were able to get a key fourth down stop in overtime, which was kind of confusing. Um, I get that you're trying to go for the touchdown and the win, but it was fourth and three, and they didn't have a great play to try yeah. to get that conversion, just kick the field goal. So, you know, head scratcher there, but I'll take it. Packers were able to march down the field, six plays, about 60 yards, get a field goal, win it. So um, who was this receiver that shined? So Christian Watson is our rookie wide receiver. Okay. He... Coming into this game, hadn't really done much. Uh, he's the guy that first play of the 2022 season, Rodgers aired it out to him for the touchdown, and he dropped it, you know, the wide-open catch. He's that guy. So basically since uh, then, Rodgers hasn't looked his way very much. Yeah. So this game, uh, he kind of had his breaking out game. Three touchdowns, 107 yards, four catches. And, yeah, it was huge. Uh, it's good to see him in the mix. That's why we drafted him. His speed was key, getting open on a couple deep balls. Um, another key area, which I'm really glad that I got to see, was the running game. Mm. Similar, similar to Washington, uh, the Packers had a lot of success. Rushed for 39 times, uh, 207 yards and a touchdown. And one criticism I've had for them for this season is the run game has been there and they'll use it a lot in the first half, but then they'll kind of go away from it in the second half. So they stuck with it this time. Aaron Jones had a great game. And, yeah, it was a pretty complete team win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodgers was much better than he had been before. So I'm not going to say we're going to turn it around now just because it, there were still shaky parts of that game, but that's a big win against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And we got another big one this week against the Titans mm. on Thursday Night Football. Mm. It's going to be kind of the first of a lot of tough games coming up. So what is next for, in your opinion, for the Commanders? Okay. After a big win, 500. I don't know when the last time they were 500 was. I mean, I'm sure they have been, but, you know, they're pretty, past couple years have been bad. Yeah. Well, they've been bad for a while. Um, but what do you think is next for them? Like, what would you expect? What, um, first, yeah, what do you expect? Or what should you expect? And the Packers, too, after a big win. So, first for the Commanders, looking at the rest of their, okay, so they're five and five, you know, but they're still in last place. Yeah. Very competitive division. I don't know if this year is the year to keep trying 
to push to get a wild card spot. I mm-hmm. don't think they'll be able to make a wild card spot in the playoffs. Okay. But then at the same time, there's good quarterbacks coming out of this draft. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, if you finish under 500, you can get a top 10 pick, maybe top 15. You can still probably steal a pretty good quarterback this year. And you okay. need that. You need that franchise guy. So long-term play, I say just play your game. If you lose, you lose. Of course, the players aren't going to think that way. But as a fan, I think that's the way I would kind of attack things because okay. I want that franchise quarterback. Looking at their schedule, though, they've got a simple, a pretty simple schedule to finish it out. Okay. Ah. Uh, okay, I'd say they win four of the next seven games. Okay. Which maybe that still puts them in a playoff spot if the Giants or Cowboys kind of fall off. But they have Texans next, Falcons next. Those are two wins, I would hope. Hopefully. Then they have Giants back-to-back weeks, which is very odd. What? <laughs> yeah. That is strange. Or there's a bye week in between, but okay. they play them on Still, the 4th and the 18th of That December. is weird. Yeah. I think you can steal game from the Giants. Um, Then you play the 49ers. It's going to mm. be tough. Yeah. 49ers are healthy again. They looked really good the other night. Mm-hmm. So I think you lose that game. Then you play the Browns. That's kind of a toss-up, but I think that's, again, a winnable game. Um, Deshaun Watson will be back by then. Another important note. Okay. So they might be better. Um, and then you finish out the season with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you win the next two weeks, steal one from the Giants and beat the Browns, that's four wins. I'll put you guys at a nine and three, nine and eight record, I think. Okay. I just don't think that's going to be good enough. Okay. It might be. You know, if the Giants or Cowboys go on a losing tear, it might be. But I, I don't think so. So, in my opinion, what's next for the Commanders? You got you to gotta play the next year card. Why Sorry. isn't Heineke the guy? I think Heineke said it perfectly in his preseason pressure, presser. When they were going about quarterbacks, mm-hmm. he said they brought in a guy, paying him $30 million, and then they brought in another guy, paying him $2.5 million. Mm-hmm. You're paying the guy for a reason. You're going to start the guy you're paying $30 million for. And he's, he was okay with that. He was like, I understand my role on this team. I'll be ready when my time comes. Um, it's his time here. When I think, Do you think he gets the $30 million shot? I don't think he does. I think Heineke is a career backup, as much as I mm-hmm. hate to say it. But that could be good for him because he's showing that he's valuable as a backup. Mm. He comes in. Did he go 3-1 and one or 2-2 two and two this year? After it's four games. Was it three and one? I think it's three and one. Yeah. Comes in, gets three wins for them. He's proving to the rest of the league he can come in under pressure and he can do a good enough job to get in. But mm-hmm. is that sustainable for a whole season? Probably not. And we kind of saw that last year. Mm-hmm. So I think the best thing for him, if he wants longevity in the league, I mean, he's already like been in seven years mm-hmm. in and out, I guess. But uh, best thing for him is to prove that he can be a reliable backup. So what's next for him? I think it's back to the bench, unfortunately. Mm. But I'm with you. I'd like to see him keep playing. I don't know. (laughs) I I love him. I love him. Would you get a Heineke jersey? 
Yes. Oh, nice. I would. And I I think I put it, I asked for it for Christmas. I'm nice. not going to lie. I think I did. I want one of the black ones that they have. I like their black yeah, uniforms. Yeah, sick. Um, I want him to be the guy so bad. <laughs> it just seems like he can never quite get there. Yeah. And maybe you're right. Maybe he's just a career backup. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. He's won the hearts of the NFL and those around it. It's hard not to root for the guy. Yeah, you, yeah. Guy's been cut, dropped by every team in the league practically. Not really, but um, he even got cut by XFL. Yeah, got cut by the freaking XFL. Went out his first year with Washington. Won a playoff game. I'm pretty sure against mm, the no, but he took the Bucks down to the last. Okay, like, the drive. Uh, that's what it was. That's Brady what it had was. a game-winning drive against him. That's right. Um, almost won a playoff game or whenever, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just love him. Yeah. He's great. He's an ODU guy. He is. Yeah. He's Everyone still guy. loves him at ODU. Yeah. If, if, so our quarterback play this year is not very strong. Mm-hmm. And I hear fans all the time. They're like, Man, we need Heineke back. <laughs> was he really good at ODU? Yeah, he was good, but that was in 2014. Ugh. Like that was a while ago. You gotta Guy's move old. on. <laughs> but people still love him there. He was he was really good. Yeah, there was a game. I think he had like six touchdowns and over 500 total yards. Wow. Yeah, and he was the FCS Player of the Year one year. So wow. before they went to FBS. So yeah, he was he was great. Okay. He was great. All right. Well. I appreciate your input on yeah. the rest of the Sorry season. Sorry if it makes you sad, but no, it's okay. It's my honest opinion. You know, maybe it's right. Maybe, I mean, we gave him a shot, but I feel like the team around him keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. They play like, for him. I was just talking to a guy today about that. Yeah. He was like, the team plays it for him. Yeah. Which they, is what they, you want. Yeah. They, uh, they play hard for him. It's hard not to. Guy goes out there and puts himself on the line, so. Yeah. Ah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's great. All right. Picks. You want to get into picks? Let's do it. All right. So, Thursday night, Amazon Prime finally got us a good one, I hope. Uh, it's going to be the Packers and the Titans. This is a tough one. Very I don't think tough. the Titans are that good, though. All they have is Derrick Henry. That's all you need. Watched him, at, apparently. <laughs> or all you need is a Carson Wentz... Uh, Interception in the end zone in the last Ooh, play. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Packers, though. Okay. I think they can pull it out, maybe carry over some momentum from this last game. Um, go Pack, go. Yeah. Packers are favorited in this one. Packers are at home. And I think it's going to be a great matchup. It's just going to be. It's probably getting chilly out there, eh? Snowed yesterday. <laughs> and snowed today at their practice. Sheesh. Might be a snow game. Welcome to Lambeau. Welcome to Lambeau. All right. Another one Bears, Falcons. Gross. Bears came off a heartbreaking loss last week. To my mm. joy. Against the Lions. You're not going to pick the Bears, are you, no, though? No, I'm picking Falcons. I guess I'll pick Falcons. Okay, it's two bad teams. The Bears are not. Yeah, both are not great. Yeah. But we'll go, we'll go, we'll go Falcons. Browns, Bills. I'll take the Bills. They've they been need disappointing me here a little bit. I know. They need to end this skid. They need to. They need to get back to their um, early season ways um, and get something going. Yeah. Uh, I will also take the Bills. Eagles and Colts. Uh, Eagles. I don't think they'll lose 
two in a row like that. Yeah. Or maybe they do. Maybe they slide. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't, maybe not to the Colts. I got Eagles. The fun fact about the Colts, so Jeff Saturday was brought in to replace um, mm-hmm. blanking on his name. He got fired, though, from the yeah, Colts. That guy. Jeff Saturday had never coached professional or college football game. He would, Whoa. Yeah, I didn't know this either. They basically, I don't know if he was with the team, but they what just brought in him world? in, made him the interim head coach, and he came out and won. Hey, all you high school coaches out there, just uh, just wait your turn. Well, Jeff Saturday used to play for them. He was their center for a long time. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. That's So, right. like, he's a football guy. Like, he knows football, yeah. but he never coached a professional game. So, Well, hey, you never know. Those high school coaches might get their <laughs> <Yeah>. shot. <laughs> and I was happy because he gave the ball to Jonathan Taylor, and he had a great game. Yeah. Jets, Patriots. Uh, Jets. I agree. Jets are so surprising. I like yeah. it. Rams, Saints. Ooh. Rams are not that good. Rams are so disappointing. Cooper Cup is out. Out. Goner. Saints? Hopeful I'm going to go Saints. Saints. I'm going to go Saints. Okay. I'm... Oh, man. I don't want to keep picking the same as you, but I'm going to go Saints, too. Okay. The Rams offense is just so bad. Yeah. Lions, Giants. Giants. I'm actually going to go Lions. Wow. Yeah. I think there's going to be an upset. I think the Giants are about to crack. Okay. They're not good. Okay. You're, call- you're, you're calling it now. They're not that good. They're huh? not good. And I called it about the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, and they're starting to lose too. Panthers, Ravens. Ravens. Ravens as well. Commanders, Texans. Commanders. I got the Commanders too. Best team in the league. <laughs> Raiders, Broncos. Gross. <laughs> Broncos. Raiders. Okay. We're getting some mixed match here, so that's just good. A, just a little bit. These games are going to matter a lot. Yeah. Cowboys, Vikings. 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 Can't pick the Cowboys. Bengals, Steelers. Bengals. Yep. They're coming off their bye week. I think they'll be refreshed. Chiefs, Chargers. My Super Bowl pick, Chargers, underperforming week after week. After disappointing week. you. I'm going Chiefs. I am as well. I, uh, I'm i just disappointed. I know they've had a lot of injuries this year, but the Chargers just look bad. Yeah. Uh, And then Monday night. That's our Sunday night game, by the way. Chargers, Chiefs. Monday night. 49ers, Cardinals. Mm. Niners. I will go Niners as well. So we agree on a lot this week. Yeah. Could be good, could be bad. We'll have to see what Jackson does if he texts his in. Yeah. But, um, yep, absent today. How we, do you have any totals for us? Do you have any totals or not yet? I have last week to, last week's totals. Just last week? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I went 8-6. and six. You That went, was 10-4. and four. Yeah. I'm kind of on a hot streak. I'm yeah, not going to lie. You were telling me yours. I haven't totaled mine up in a while. Been kind slacking. of on a hot streak. Watch out. Yeah. So. We'll see, though. This could be the week to. I don't it. know. I we'll don't see. know. We'll see. We'll see. All but right. Hey, well, that good. does it for sports talk. Yep. Uh, You want to run a quick, quick draw? Well, we'll want a quick, 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 All right. quick draw. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> All right, welcome back for everybody's favorite quick draw, ding, 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 ding. 
as the holiday season is vastly approaching uh, next week, Thanksgiving. Uh, don't know if we'll have an episode next week, will we? Maybe. DVD. We usually record, record on a Wednesday or Thursday, so yeah. today is Wednesday. Yeah, um, so we'll see. But next week is Thanksgiving. Um, then obviously that, it is full-on Christmas. Some people have already embraced the Christmas season, like myself. I'm yes. um, not forgetting Thanksgiving. Just extending the Christmas season out a little bit early. Okay. Um, enjoying both and uh, and loving it. But anyways, with the holiday seasons, with the fall seasons, with the winter seasons, uh, we get a lot of uh, different beverages, Stephen. Yes. I just called you Stephen. I don't know when the last time I called you Stephen was. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a lot of different beverages, whether you're a coffee drinker, whether you're a tea drinker, I don't know. All kinds of different beverages out there. Different treats, too. I'll extend it to treats as well if you want to. Oh, wow. Okay. If you want to do that, maybe uh, maybe a drink and a treat, maybe. Okay. I've got, yeah. Whatever you want to do. I got some. Um, so, favorite holiday, drink, treat, whatever. Okay. So, this one kind of teeters the line between treat and drink. I hope you I'm don't take this. this. I might. I might. But it's okay if you do. We can agree. Uh, it was just released this week. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Chick Fil A peppermint chocolate milkshake. That's the Might one. Just be peppermint That's milkshake. why I extended it to treat because I was yeah. like, mine's more of like a dessert. Be- before we started, I was gonna ask you. I said, "Are milkshakes drinks?" But I don't want to give it away. Yeah, well, we have the same ones. Okay, first okay. one, uh, peppermint milkshake from Chick Fil A. Mm. If you haven't tried it, go out and get it. It's got the little bits of chocolate, little bits of peppermint in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Great, great treat. It's a good one. It is. Um, did, you ever, did, you ever, did you ever try the uh, new Chick-fil-A one? The, um, what was it called? The spice, the pumpkin spice thing or whatever it was? It's like autumn spice. But Something yeah. like that. I heard it was weird. I did not try it. It was different. Oh, you tried it. But not bad. And then okay. I split one. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. What, what, what would you compare it to taste-wise? Is it apple? Apple pie? It's kind of like an apple pie milkshake. But without like chunks of apple pie, I think it had chunks of wafer in it. Hmm. It wasn't horrible. It was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but like the mapley sweet, hmm. like okay. maple sugar is really sweet. Okay. Maple sugar, maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I'd compare it. Interesting. To that. Very sweet, but not bad. Yeah, I have not gotten a uh, peppermint chocolate chip yet, um, but I'm looking forward to it. I was yep. telling my wife, I really want to get one of those. Um, is a great, great thing every year. Um, I will just add on to it. I also love the um, peppermint mocha from Starbucks. Mm, yeah. It's a good one. You can cheat it a little bit all year round to everyone out there. Yeah. Um, but I only get it around the Christmas time when right. it comes out. Right. Is that your second drink or do you have a second? That was kind of my second just to be different a little bit. Okay. Do you have another one? I do, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, this one is for the locals potentially. Oh, okay. Peppermint hot chocolate from Bush Gardens. Oh, I haven't had it in a while. Neither have I. But every time I've gotten it, it's been so good. Yeah, I uh, remember going to Christmas time one time and getting it, and it was pretty good. I mean, maybe it's just the Christmas spirit in the air. Yeah. The theme or amusement park, but I think that that is a great cup of hot chocolate, and I love hot chocolate. So, um, yeah, I'll say second favorite treat: hot chocolate, but more specifically. The peppermint hot chocolate from Bush Gardens. Gardens. Very good stuff. Yeah. Highly recommended if you're up in the Williamsburg area and need a 
need a night out on the Christmas yeah. town. <laughs> you going this year? I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't gone in a few years. Be never I. There's. I feel like since it's cold, they close down a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not as much to do unless you're kind of into shows. Yeah, which, not really. No, not me. No. I mean, you see the lights, you pass them. Yeah, cool. But you know, yeah. you want to get on some rides. Are you a pumpkin spice fan? Starbucks. No, 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 I'm not. Mm. Are you? I kind of am, but I never get one. Okay. I don't think I've had one since high school. Wow. I really liked it, but I specifically remember the last time I was drinking it. I was like, wow, this is really good, but this is so sweet. (laughs) Oh, interesting. So I don't know if that was like me telling myself that I shouldn't be drinking this, but I mean, it's not bad. I just don't ever get it. When I think of pumpkin spice, I think of like very like autumn spicy yeah. Like, have you ever gotten a bundle of spices before? Yeah. Like a bundle of, like, cinnamon? Yeah. It's like that, except not straight cinnamon. It's just, like, a bunch of different spices. Yeah. I don't associate it with sweet, so that's why I think I typically, like, stay away from it. No, they're pretty sweet, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. But, yeah, it's getting into that warm drink season. Um, Here in the Hampton Roads of Virginia, we've been having incredibly warm weather until probably just this past weekend. Yeah, it's finally getting a little chilly now. So, yeah, it start is. breaking out the hot chocolates, the coffees, the teas. Mm-hmm. Try out all your different holiday um, spices. In Williams Stadium, they have Starbucks hot chocolate. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Might have to get you one on Might the cold have to. Uh, afternoon. Hey, it's gonna be chilly. It is. A low of twenty six. <sighs> and it's always windy, isn't it? Mm, fairly. Okay. We'll see. Whew. Bring your blankets. You might have to. Your toe warmers. Bring your toe warmers, your wool socks. Oh, I just bought new socks. Really? Like winter socks, yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know if they're wool, but very warm. Hmm. Love it. I have a love-hate relationship with socks. (laughs) What do you mean? So, like, my feet sweat profusely when Uh they get hot, but in the winter they also get extraordinarily cold. And so it's like a very fine line of if my feet are going to be soaking wet from sweat <laughs> or if they're going to fall off because they're so cold. <laughs> Do you ever keep an extra pair with you? Uh, No. Like in your car? I think Actually, I might have one in my backpack, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I always keep a pair of underwear in there. Interesting. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. And toilet paper roll. You never know. I will say it took me a while to figure out that like wearing the Nike Dry Fit socks, they're not going to keep your feet warm. Yeah, those so, used to be, like, the thing. You know, yeah. you got the Nike socks, you know. But you they're could, meant to breathe. You could do anything. So they're going to get cold. Yeah. So. Took yeah. me a while to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I've never had, like, wool socks, I don't think. Just because, like... Too hot? Too hot. Too hot? Except when it snows, then you need them. Yeah. Oh, man, I hope it snows a lot. I read somewhere that we might get a big winter. I hope. I feel like they say it every year. They <laughs> do. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Bundle up, though. Stay warm. Keep listening to the podcast. Uh, Leave a review. Share with your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow on Instagram at waterboys.podcast and on Facebook at the Waterboys Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Again, leave a review. We'd love all feedback that we can get. Uh, And, yeah, we might have an episode next week. We'll Mm -hmm. see. It'll be a game time decision. But if you don't hear from us, See you, I guess, the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey. 
Have a good Thanksgiving if you don't hear from us. If you do, we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in with us. We'll see you next time.